Otherwise on SAFM. Very good day to you, Mzansi. Welcome to Otherwise Talking Women on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Shadow Twala. Hazel Marcuseni produces the show, and Garnet Nguinika is our technical producer for today. You may reach us on 0892 102010, email otherwise at safm.co.za, tweets at otherwise safm, or at Shadow Twala. Today we learn to speak Isikosa with Dr. Tessa Dowling, and we learn more about the Isikosa culture from Dombizana Lingani. And if you'd like to ask a few questions or, or be part of the conversation, I encourage you to, to call today, 0892102010. But I think it's, all, it's, it's in celebration of Heritage Month. It is also um, celebration of who we are, really, and encourage social cohesion. Imagine being able to participate in, in, a, in a cooler type of um, office, cooler type of conversation. Imagine being able to get better service delivery because you can talk to the police, you can talk to teachers, you can talk to colleagues, and uh, maybe you may even have a better conversation with your helper uh, or even that child you've adopted who could use a second language. But first, uh, I found this poem because I was looking for a closer poem on, 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 on the internet. And then I found, and, and this is how we've come to use uh, an African language together with English. Uzu Khan and Dwanambi wrote uh, my Kosa love letter. And she says, ever heard of a Zulu love letter? Well, I came to tell you about my Kosa love letter. My hat flopped to the floor and melted in his in, in, in this heat. I can't hide these feelings of lust burning inside me much longer. The way Utetangayo wenza ihatiyami ifune uguma. Doyika I'm scared, scared that even Kalela how I feel Uzokiapansubalege. God isbindi. So here I am, Dana Womye Umama, telling you all about my fatal heart, telling you that from the day I saw you I began imagining about Ngumoluako, imagining Sibiza Unyana wetu okala ngeka malako, kaucho kanene puti, ubute ungubani kama, pofulilibale, from now on, I'll call you Ubambo Rami. Ever heard of a Zulu love letter? Well, this is my Kosa love letter to you. Otherwise, on SAFM. Dr. Tessa Darling joins me now, uh, and she's from the School of Languages and Literatures at the University of Cape Town at the African Languages section. Tessa, hello. Thank you for joining us. Mola, right? right. Now, Tess, please help us here, because we really need to all learn uh, 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 an extra language is there is there a theme that runs through uh speaking uh, uh, uh that people must would remember quick quicker and catch on quicker is there a theme that uh, runs through um or you know the, the language of is it closer I think there is, and I think it is the way the nouns are organized. I mean, I know my students always go, oh, you go on about the nouns. Mm -hmm. But then when I show them that in English we have table, balloon, chair, mirror, and they don't look at all alike. Mm -hmm. They're just random nouns. But if I took in a similar noun in in Kosa and I go, you know, all the borrowed words, 
starting with an I, then all the it, the words of the S, Isikolo, Isikosa, Isitail, Istadium, you know, Isipili, Mira, then you think, oh, everything starts Isi. Mm-hmm. All the languages start Isi, Isiswati, Isizulu. And you start seeing that nouns are grouped according to how they start at the beginning. And then the grammar follows from that, and it's all always very, very simple. And beautiful sounds come out. So you have isi, iskosa, sile. So they get the si and the hle, meaning beautiful, mm-hmm. and iskosa. So it's iskosa, si, right? But if it was in the izi or abba group, it would be ba. So abantu, ba, right? Iskosa, right if we're taking a borrowed adjective for mm-hmm. example mm-hmm. so what i love to do with my students is get them to see that posse is it's, you're singing when you speak it you're absolutely singing because we're going to repeat sounds that beautiful poem you did that lovely <laughs> code switching poem you know but there it, it's it's the the, the the poetry of the music and it's those nouns which generate the grammar now i i've, I've often wondered why does isikosa have so many borrowed words well, um, initially, if there wasn't a concept in a language where, so for example, in um, English, we might not have indaba or we might not have, um, you know, a special word for gualuka, you know, the initiation. It mm-hmm. might be very difficult to nuance our English to get exactly what we mean mm-hmm. by something. So we'll use a French word or we'll use a kosa word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, accommodate and all of those words in English come from the French mm-hmm. um, and so I think 74% of English is, is French and that actually shows the vibrancy of a language when it borrows and so what Fossa does is it would borrow words that it didn't have originally in its language like say for example if there wasn't a fridge or a stove and people go i fridge i stove because it, it well is it over because it wasn't there mm-hmm. and then sometimes people even when a word is there in Fossa they will decide to take the English because Somehow that old word, and I'll give you an example, ukubengeza. Ukubengeza is to to advertise, but it also is to um, tell tales on someone, to, to let blab somebody's secrets. So now people say ukubengeza because the semantic field of that word, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's narrower. So they take English when they want to be more specific. And so obviously the language is going to borrow more, but just as any robust living language does. Now, where do, where do we start? Because now we've got everyone listening and thinking, okay, I'm going to learn some Kosa today or a bit of it and, and maybe get some homework because you are going to give us homework, right? Yes, now I'm going to give you some homework. Yeah, so where do we begin? What do we work with at the very, you know, I, I, I guess we want to, it's always nice to think you know some uh, language and start using it when you meet someone who speaks that language. So. I mean- Yes, obviously everybody wants to greet, but you know, I think in every um, program that I've ever done, you know, you teach people the greetings, and I take six weeks to to um, teach my students the greetings, and they go out and say, mm-hmm. and the people run past and say, I see right, you see great. So I think with the greetings, go out and ask people, how would you like me to greet you? Unjani, how are you? Mm-hmm. And how are you going to reply in Dipirile? And there's a wonderful Kosa app that you see, a free app that we've, um, I think you, if you just Google Kosa app, you okay. can download it and it's got all this, those lovely little greeting phrases. So greetings are obviously a way to start, but they're not, 
what's going to get you into really learning the language. And to me, it would be getting to know the grammar, but in an organic way, in a way that you know the grammar is going to help me make my own sentences. Okay. You know, once you know the grammar of a language, you know, what, how do, what is the is? What, is the, what are the words? What are the adjectives? And so what I would start off with, say, find nouns. Go out and find out what, what is a telephone, what is a pair of scissors, what, what is a book, and, and ask people what those are. Mm-hmm. And then just think, well, what do I like to say with that? And say, maybe I'd like to ask, where is it? Because often when you're using a language, you, you are lost. And I was recently on a little Greek island, and I couldn't say a word of Greek, <laughs> and I had to know how to say, where is? Where is that place? <laughs> and um, that is critical. So once you know, for example, um, e-toilet. Mm-hmm. E-toilet is toilet. Mm-hmm. Now, when you want to, you've got that I, you're going to repeat the I and put it in front of the interrogative, in front of the question word, and go, E-P, E-P, e-toilet. Mm-hmm. So I would ask the listener to go out and get 10 nouns and find out how would you ask where those nouns are, where those things are, whether it's the shop or the school or anything. Just, and then you will see the pattern of the language evolving. So if a noun starts issy, um, if it's isikolo school, you're going to hear CP. Mm-hmm. Where is it? CP isikolo, and the syntax is flexible. You can put it in the front or the back. And that starts giving you power because you're not learning phrases off by heart. So you, you can say isikolo CP. Isikolo CP or CP isikolo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you can, the, the lovely thing in course is you can have the question word in the front or at the back. Um, generally, if it's without that C in front of it, it'll be right at the end of the sentence. But you start developing your own patterns, and I think that's my best students are those that start working out patterns themselves. So if you get, and w- what's beautiful to do is start with the noun classes in Kosa, and they are divided according to the hierarchy of the Kosa worldview, really. So right at the top are all, all names, like U shadow, mm-hmm. U tesa, U so and so. Everybody's name will start with an U. Mm-hmm. So just as we had EP toilet, because we got that I, we had to repeat the I. So U P U shadow, U P U tesa. So we're going to repetition of that U sound to mm-hmm. ask the question mm-hmm. of that person, and then of a thing it would be EP. Then also to see how we make plurals in Kosa, and we go back to the nouns again. So if it's U shadow then the plural of that is O shadow, so oh. two O's, mm-hmm. O. So, U tesa, O tesa, U mandela, O mandela. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that O is it's a very rich prefix because it tells you it's not just Mandela's, not that it's the Mandela family, but it's his entourage, it's everybody connected with him, or Zuma, mm-hmm. all the Zumas mm-hmm. <laughs> in Kandla, you know, the whole lot. <laughs> so that, that's the beautiful of, of being able to find the plurals. So go, go for your singular, go for your plural. Then go down to your um group, which is any occupation, anybody. It's also going to be people, um, fundi, um, peki, a cook, um, zobi, an artist. Everything starts with um. Um, zobi. I'm learning now. Um, zobi is an artist. Is an artist. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's an artist. Um, peki, a cook. A cook, um, yeah. Fundi, see, a priest. Mm-hmm. Um. So we know that... Umama. Um, um, mama, um, mama, and then oh mama, because that's in the higher class. Because okay. all our kinship are going to go the u o u o. So all our brothers and sisters u buti o buti u sisi o sisi. So that's our kinship group. Underneath our kinship group are our ordinary people in occupations, and you know, um, umfundi umfundi si all of those. Mm-hmm. And then we know that 
whereas the kinship group goes or for its plural, the occupation group goes aba. And we get in that also umtu abantu. Mm-hmm. So we get umfundisi abefundisi. We get umfundi abafundi. Umtwana, which is a little person, mm-hmm. that ana at the end means little, abantwana, little people. So that's the the beauty of Kosa is the regularity of its singular plural. You know, in English we have all sorts of exceptions, but in Kosa because we get the plural at the front, it's very very regular. And uh, and from that it gener you know the grammar is generated. You know, I want I want if anyone has questions, I'm going to invite some callers. Oh eight nine two ten twenty ten. While because we, this is the first part we're doing, and we will invite Tessa again to check your homework and see if you've done it properly. But uh, if you do have any questions at the moment, and I, you can also download that Casa app from the UCT website. But now the the the, the Tessa the, the the thing is. When when does the click come in? Because everyone gets excited by the click, and that's what makes people also uh, think Kosa is difficult. You are so right, because they are terrified of the click, and yet the click, which which um, we make in English anyway, we, you know, we, we make those sounds, and I'm going to go through them with you, but um, they're not predominant in Kosa. You can have lots of paragraphs where people are not clicking, and you get closer speakers who are not great at clicking. We had somebody who had a doctorate in Plaza, first language Plaza speaker, and he kind of rolled his clicks. <laughs> <laughs> he some American who was clicking really well. So, you know, we have this fear of them, but it's, it's, it's just something that we do in every language. Um, I must say, it, it causes a stir if you're anywhere in the world and you click, people go, oh my God, oh my God, and you just click again, oh my God, this is Africa, I'm so excited. You must so get people looking at you very strangely because they don't expect it from you. They don't expect it from you at all because I'm going So, Shadow, the, the, the C click um, is just the ordinary click, mm-hmm. you know, the one that you suck behind your, your top you know, the, and you're just sucking the spinach away, and that's that's the C click. Mm-hmm. And that's that's really easy and um, a normal word there. Let me just think. Would be diatrela. Yeah, diatrela. That's a beautiful mm-hmm. one. Diatrela, please. Mm-hmm. I ask. I respectfully ask. And that's another thing about culture: is people go, you know, cosa. It doesn't have a word for please. Cosa. Yes, I don't have a word for please, and that just shows people kind of ignorance because we don't have one word for please we have 50,000 words for, you know, we have 50 words for please and ways of saying that and, and as you said the most polite is in the atrela, mm-hmm. I would I respectfully request mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. C-E-L-A and that's that click mm-hmm. and of course they are um, phonemes meaning they can change the meaning so one little sound can change the meaning of a word so if you go with with an X which is a sound you make on the side of your mouth, that mm-hmm. exactly that the horse getting the horse to move on. Yeah, that would mean I'm telling diatrela. Mm-hmm. So that so they they are minimal pairs. They actually affect the meaning. So people go, oh well, I'll just use any old click. You can't, my dear, because you you might be saying, you know, please slaughter me or something like that. Diatrela <laughs> with an H, which is yeah. slaughter. So ela tell diatrela slaughter diatrela. So respectfully ask. So definitely getting your, your head around making the clicks, we all do. We go to a horse mm-hmm. um, and you go, when you cross with someone, you go, oh man, mm-hmm. tut, tut. 
And then the last click, the cue click, is just a champagne cork. You know, the, it's wow, it's coming out, or a horse galloping. You know, that galloping horse mm-hmm. sound. So those are the three basic clicks. And they can come in a noun, they can come in a verb, um, and they can come in various different combinations. They can come with a puff of air. They yeah, can come with a puff of air. And they are very easy. I mean, the way you've, you've explained them, because it, it, it also comes from the word Kosa, because everyone does, does ex-hosa, ex-hosa. Uh, <laughs> ex-hosa or Kosa and, and all of those kind of things. And it's Kosa. It's Kosa. People love it when you click. And I think it's to me, clicking, it's, it's, both, it's got both senses of the words. When you click, you click. I notice that when I click with people, it's like they click with me. It's, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're seeing me. You're hearing my language. You, you've, you've, you're caring about me. So just being able to click somebody's name. So if their name is GQ, you know, G, and you think, I remember once somebody in admin, and my friend's name was Quinchy, and, a, and a, <laughs> the woman in admin said, no, man, you can't have a name like that. <laughs> I'm not going to pronounce it. But if you, if you attempt it and think, well, it's got a click in it, it's just that rapport you're going to get with somebody immediately mm. by mm. pronouncing their name correctly. If somebody mangles your name, you think, do they really care? They don't respect you. They don't respect you, you know. That's and, you know, name. this is why when we started, I thought, you know, it, 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 we're trying, this is going to assist us in, 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 in some kind of social cohesion in this country. Because I, I just from what people have learned now, one just wants to go and try it. And already there begins a relationship uh, with two people because, you know, you go home and go, listen, I, I, I love today, you know. And, yes, and, 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 yes, and, 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 I love five nouns. <laughs> what is that? What, what is it? Yeah. All don't. I have to ask at home is, what is this? Y-I-N-T-O-N-I, which means what is it? And then you're already, somebody's going to say, and, and reply that it is, that and you as you say i think that's such a good point you make mm. it's a relationship you're starting mamela mamela tessa kukho umawethu e eastern cape funu theta nathi mawethu molweni molweni ninjani siphile wena hayi namdi philile diphile kakhulu man ukuva usisi osicacisa kamandla angake sixhosa hayi I almost bumped my car. But you, who says, who's telling command, I'm going to cause it's so much practice and galo. Bafunukumshay <laughs>
he mentioned something there and lea kula kula meaning it grows but he it was grows. he was actually talking about evolving exactly so he could have said is cosa sia evolva Yeah, you know, and that's also people's names. You, you you learn somebody's name is Sianda, and you think, oh, your name means we are increasing. Oh, of course, the family was increasing. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely, Kosa is evolving. And what I love about the way you approaching it and the poem you read at the beginning was embracing the fact that it's going to use more English, yes. that it's, it's going to evolve, it's going to take concepts from other languages. Mm-hmm. Because we went through a really dark period, I think about 10 years ago, where you would get up and talk about, you know, e-aeroplane, and mm-hmm. people say, no, it's in, in Mwelomoya. And who uses the wagon of the sky, <laughs> the wagon of the air, you know, anymore? Much as I love that word, mm-hmm. people say e-TV. Mm-hmm. And so it was those people who were... Who kind of made it really difficult to access Kosa? They kept the standards so rigidly, you know, unevolving mm, that people mm. would think, you know, I can never learn this language because when I go out and use it, nobody understands me because you're using archaic vocabulary and archaic lexicon. But so now, tell me about the body language that goes with the language itself, with Isi Kosa, because the certain words. I mean, you can have a conversation, but your body language needs to also convey. What, what, and depending on who you're speaking to. Definitely. And I think that one of the things I've always struggled with, um, because, you know, when you come into it late in life and, and that body language thing is, is, I've always had troubles with students who, say, a master student of mine and will knock very softly at the door mm-hmm. and then won't look me in the eye. You know, that sort of thing still does happen. Mm-hmm. And it's because they're being respectful mm-hmm. and that they're not going to be direct that they're going to take a gentler approach. You know, a, a, a student from America will just about bash your door down yes. and doesn't care a damn and will look you straight in the eye <laughs> and tell you, you know, you didn't read my chapter or whatever. <laughs> and a class of students will have a far more diffident, respectful approach. So the body language, they won't, you know, sit down um, or they will sit down first so that they're not higher than you. And you think, gee, you know, you're being disrespectful sitting down. I didn't even ask you sit, to sit down. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't want to be higher than you, so they'll sit down. So all those types of things. But one of the most delightful things I've found with my colleagues is when they tell a joke, 
they put their hand out. And I used to wonder, why are you putting your hand out? And then I realized I had to slap it. <laughs> I had to slap the hand to show that I was sharing the joke. And you're and getting so it, now yeah. I find myself, you know, these conversations with people who knock on the screen with my hand out and people <laughs> don't know what to do. Tessa, please stay on the line. We're going to take news headlines, then you come back to give us our homework. Thank you so much. It is time for news headlines with Utsilia Sauk. Otherwise, on SAFM. As part of our Heritage series, we're learning Isikosa from Dr. Tessa Darling. Tess, do you want to give us some homework now? Because we've only got a few weeks left in, during Heritage Month, but we're going to continue after Heritage Month because I'm, I'm hoping that by the time we get to the end of the year, uh, a few people can communicate quite uh, quite a bit with their closer friends. Hmm? Great. Well, I would say that I would divide the homework into two, and mm-hmm. the first part would be find out the greeting that the closer speaker that you see them, you know, most often would like you to to make with them. Okay. So, for example, when I was in Greece, you know, if it's Yasu, then you know, okay, Yasu, right, I've got that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but people might have other ones. But the person that you're going to see a lot, what, what is the kind of greeting they would like you to make and how would you respond? So get a little greeting um, scenario going and be able to greet um, or tell us next week how that greeting went mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and what words you used. And then I would like them to find, um, the, as I said, in your house or in, in your life, what are the kind of things you need to ask where? Where is it? Mm-hmm. So where is the toilet? You know, where is the the, the, the station? Yeah, mm-hmm. where where is anything? Mm-hmm. And um, once you've done that, you can and that I can give you the word for where is P. And I'll give you one example sentence. So where is the money? Which is what we all want. Ipimali. So Ipimali is where is the money? So you're going to ask anything else. Um, I can give you an example. Where is the school? Where are the children? Where? Mm. So ask some where questions. Should we say five? Yes, please. And, and come up with those five and tell me if you can detect any patterns in the, in the translations you get from people. Okay. When they told you how you say, you know, where is um, the, my, the keys? Where are the keys? Something I lose every day. What happened there? How is it different from wh- where is the coffee, or where is the tea, or where is the water? Mm. And then you can you can ask other questions. All your questions with nouns are going to follow exactly the same pattern. So how is how is the weather? You know, how is the toilet? Because sometimes when you're traveling, you want to know what the toilet's like before you ask for the key, because <laughs> you may not want to go into it. <laughs> So how is, is Njani, so asking how you are Njani, mm-hmm. how is the money, you can ask is Njani Imali, people complain about the money, so you can ask how. So get these five nouns and ask where they are and how they are. Mm. Even if it sounds funny, just ask how they are with Njani and P with where. And come back and tell us. So apart from your greetings, give us the where and the how. Okay. And that's going to get you so sorted. It's going to get you on the road to developing the patterns yourself. And from that, we can go on and I can tell you how to use some verbs. But you will have already started the patterns. And, of course, they'll download the app as well. They'll download the app. 
They'll buy stuff from Costa Fundis. They're all these wonderful young companies that are around with really, you know, dynamic Costa speakers who teach in Costa um, with English speakers who've learned it. So there's such a lovely synergy going on in our city with Costa teaching. I think it's one of the most vibrant areas. Fantastic. And go see Siabulela. Thanks, Tessa. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.